Hi, this is Raina G. It's uh, August 30th. We have, oh, I don't know, maybe about 15 hours left before we're officially out of Afghanistan. If you hear rain behind me or anything else, it's because we're in the, the last hours of Hurricane Ida, the tropical storm it left behind. We're on the right side of that storm, so we get a lot of rain, a lot of, a lot of storms. But the biggest storm is in Afghanistan in Washington, D.C. Failed leadership, the surrender-in-chief, all of his cabinet, the Democratic Congress who will not come back to Washington during this crisis. This is our storm, and we have to get through it, people. What I remember when I went to, to enlist when I was 18 years old in the Marines, that there was a war going on. A conflict, they called it, to, to defeat communism in Vietnam. And my country was at war, so I joined. And all those youngsters who joined when most of them, many of them, when Trump was in office, those Marines who died, thought that we had a commander-in-chief that would protect them one way or another, even though their lives were on the line. And if they had to give their lives, they would for freedom. But a commander-in-chief that respected them and knew what their what their mission was. He made sure that the generals were in charge that needed to be or he fired them. Uh, we have generals who are pleading about white supremacy and critical race theory. We have a State Department that runs to the UN to tell the UN to please help us learn about racism in America. We have uh, just a whole cabinet full of Obama's people who followed Obama in believing that Obama was Muslim and is, and wanted a Western caliphate, and there very well may be one now. I don't know how we recover, but the one way one way we have to think is that this is a storm. It will pass if you are active in trying to recover from it, just like everyone in Louisiana is going to be now, and many other parts of the country, if you are active in that recovery, which means getting rid of the people who caused it, Replacing people who need to be replaced with people who know what this country is about, what America is about. Supporting the troops. I don't care if they've been retired for 50 years or they're just enlisting or whatever. Supporting the troops that keep you free. This is what's most important. You have to be active. You can't sit back and, and quit. You can't surrender. That's what we've done. And to find out that they had a choice, these generals, and the president, if that's what you want to call him. You notice, uh, just as a sidebar here, when he received the troops at Dover, he put his hand on his heart. When President Trump had to receive troops, he saluted because he's the commander-in-chief. Big difference. You also notice the hand on the heart. Uh, then he checked his watch while his hand is on his heart, and these troops are passing him with a drape, a flag-draped coffin. There's a big difference, isn't there? But <clears throat> but one of the points is, and that's come out, is that these leaders had the choice to keep Bagram Air Base open, to therefore keep the prison closed. Um, and the Taliban said, well, you could do this or do that. And, and we said, no, you go ahead. You take the air base. We'll take Kabul. We'll take the little air base in Kabul. And you provide security for us. That's what they told them. That's what our cabinet members and president said to the Taliban, a terrorist organization,
totally affiliated in bed with ISIS and Al-Qaeda and Hezbollah and all the other ones. They're all the same. Their ideology is the same. And like a Marine, if you touch me, a Marine, or anybody who is in the, in the service, if you hurt me, you've hurt them. So that's how they think. Okay? You're no good because you're an infidel. I don't care which, which tribe they're from. You're an infidel. And it's going to stay that way. And I don't know how aggressive we're going to be if they do attack us on our soil. But that's not what's most important. I mean, it's very because it's our soil. But we have troops everywhere around the world. We have friends and allies and family everywhere around the world. That's why we're America. We have people who came from everywhere around the world. I don't know how we're going to protect or save anybody. Because if it's up to him, if it's up to surrender in chief, Biden, which is really Obama and and Jarrett. Um, those are the two running the country, along with Pelosi on her mafia side. If it's up to them, we can't protect anybody, and our allies know it. So to all the countries out there, all the countries out there who have relied on us, I apologize. I apologize for America. Not for the people, not for the military, but for the leadership that people put in place or allowed to be put in place through fraud, through voter fraud, through through bribery, through coercion of any kind. I apologize. I am a Marine, but I am first an American. I'm an American, but I'm always a Marine. And we're on your side. We're on the side of freedom and goodness, just like those 13 people as we approach this deadline to get out of Afghanistan, to make an an optic for Biden and his people. Look what we did. We ended the war. No, you didn't. You started a war that's going to go on now for many more generations, and they're going to have to clean up the mess you made. You ended nothing. You started another 20-year, 200-year war. That's what you've done. I stand with my Marine friends. I stand with my veterans. I stand with my Americans who know what it means to place your hand on your heart or salute the flag. Who knows what that flag stands for? Who pledges their allegiance to that flag? I apologize to anyone who thinks that we're weak. We're only as weak as our leadership, and unfortunately, we don't have any. This is Raina G. God bless America.